for The Daily Princetonian, I'm Theo Wells-Backman. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover a feature on the acapella group Shere Khan, the uncontested USG presidential election, the possible expulsion of New York Representative George Santos, and the successful rescue of 41 people after a mining accident in India. It's Wednesday, November 29th. I sat down with prospect contributor Laura Zhang to discuss Shere Khan, an acapella on campus. I'm Laura, and I'm a sophomore. I'm a writer for the prospect section in The Prince. We've been gathering that you've been looking into Shere Khan, the acapella group. What have you been finding out about sort of what they're trying to do on campus? So in my article, I was able to interview the president, vice president, current music director and past music director of Shere Khan. And I think there were three main things that stood out to me. First, when I asked them about why they decided to join Shere Khan, a lot of the answers overlapped in they went to Tiger's Roar during orientation. And when they heard Shere Khan perform, Shere Khan had a unique, fun and very upbeat energy that they found unique to Shere Khan. John, who is the president of Shere Khan, mentioned how he got an email with a guy in a Shrek costume saying, do you like Shrek? And that was his first introduction to Shere Khan. And he just thought that weird but very fun energy of stood out to him. So I think for them, Shere Khan appealed to them because it seemed a bit more quirky and a bit more unique compared to the other acapella groups. Secondly, I think that Shere Khan, I found out, has a very strong community, not only in the fact that they have all these traditions and memories together. I think that a lot of acapella groups on campus have that, but also because of the fact that after COVID, even though they were relatively new, they were only established 30 years ago, a lot of the members didn't want this club to die. And they reached out to their friends saying, you should audition, you should come join. And the friend that I know personally in Shere Khan was pulled into Shere Khan because another one of our friends said, hey, do you want to come join Shere Khan? And I think that is reflective of the fact that they are a group that not only likes to sing, but also likes to be with each other, likes to be friends with each other, especially spending a lot of time in the Bloomberg room, which they called the womb, which I think is just a very interesting fact about Shere Khan. And I think thirdly, in terms of how they fit musically within Princeton's acapella scene, Shere Khan, since they have a revolving repertoire, that is, their seniors get to choose new songs every single year for their senior solos in their senior arch, which is their last arch of their year. They get a fresh repertoire every single year. And most of these songs are more modern and more pop-based as compared to maybe some of the older groups on campus, which sing more traditional songs and songs that I think will come to mind when you think of acapella. So those three things in harmony kind of, as Gabby said, make Shere Khan the college student within the adults of the acapella group on campus. And that gives them their young, unique and fresh kind of spirit on campus. Last thing, as someone who's sort of been to a fair few arches and that mm-hmm. kind of thing, what do you think acapella does for the campus scene? Personally, I think... Since I have friends in Shere Khan, it allows me to gather all of our other friends and go to the arch and see my friends perform. And it's a great bonding experience between my friends. But not only that, all the people who are gathered in the audience are probably friends of the people who are performing. And when we're all cheering on for, you know, the same group and we're all being hyped up by the same music, it feels like I'm really connected to like people that I have never talked to or people that I've never met. But we're all bound together in this moment, in this arch, maybe when it's super cold, but we're hearing their lovely voices. I think it's a great way to you know, feel connected to the community, feel connected to your friends, and also kind of feel like you're engaging with someone's passion or hobby, and you're able to support them whilst they're doing something that they love and enjoy. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
In Campus News, one of the two candidates for undergraduate student government president dropped out of the race on Monday. Class of 2025 Senator Braden Aronson will still appear on the ballot despite his withdrawal. This makes Avia Tarr, class of 25, current USG social chair, the presumptive president for the next calendar year. The vice presidential election between Shrista Tripathi, class of 25, Chase Magnano, class of 25, and Warren Shepard, class of 27, will proceed unchanged. In national news, New York Representative George Santos is facing an expulsion vote for the second time this month, this time due to a resolution by California Representative Robert Garcia, a Democrat. The resolution follows a recent Ethics Committee report suggesting there is, quote, substantial evidence that Santos violated criminal federal laws. Santos seems to be approaching the vote with indifference, telling reporters yesterday, quote, I don't care. Santos's team has also been emphasizing the threat this resolution poses to the small Republican majority in the House. Representative Garcia's resolution goes to the House floor within two legislative days. In international news, 41 construction workers were rescued from a collapsed tunnel in India after being trapped for 17 days. The workers, mostly migrant laborers, were able to survive due to pipes inserted through the rubble that allowed authorities to provide them with oxygen canisters, water, and food. The workers were initially trapped because of a landslide that caused the entrance of a tunnel to collapse on November 12th, the day of Hindu festival Diwali. The rescue efforts were prolonged, partly due to the fact that rescuers were forced to take turns drilling through the debris by hand after the industrial drill broke down several days ago. All 41 workers were rescued in good health. Expect a chilly day today, with a high of 38 and a low of 23 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Fakir Biena and me, sound engineered by Isabel Jacobson and Leela Siskind, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Theo Wells-Spackman. Have a wonderful day.